0: Oh, sorry. Hey, guys. What's up? I was waiting for our intro, which we don't do anymore.
1: How's it going? This is the intro. (laughs) I know.
0: I understand that now, but I didn't before. How's it going, guys? Hope your week has been amazing, and I hope it continues to be amazing. And I'm also here with Felipe.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Yeah. And, of course, this episode would not be possible if it weren't for rabbit hole records rabbit
1: hole records yes
0: if you would like to record a podcast an album a your favorite song that you sing in the shower or you eating your family dinners chris would love to record that for you guys
1: arguments only so arguments only so like thanksgiving anytime it gets really political
0: your racist grandpa
1: (laughs) (laughs) Chris would love to sit in and record I feel like that's you're gonna need to get edited uh, oh well we said it okay
0: so Felipe <laughs> yeah. uh, what are we talking about today
1: today the question is why god is in why god did you put me in this episode after that was said no but we um this is an interesting question that we get a lot of and it's people asking you know why would god let blah 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 happen why would um Mm. you know like we god do this why would god do that and so we title this episode why god because we're gonna look at some of those questions why is there a devil why do hard things happen why did god create evil why does god tell us to go to war that's an interesting question we're gonna tackle some of that um but yeah, I feel like it's very common in, in, in especially in our like conversations today. It's so common um, for this question to pop up, you know, like you start talking, even whether it's a believer or non-believer, like this question always comes up.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, just looking on social media, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. One of the biggest things that I come across when talking about whether or not God is real is... If God's real, why is there a devil? If God's all good, why does such bad things happen? Uh, if, like, if God is so good, why did he create cancer? And I think it's genuinely a good question to ask, but there's an answer for it. And I think as Christians, we need to be equipped with that answer yeah. in order to convince people that God is real and God is good.
1: Absolutely. What? I just had some stuff. <laughs> on my living, I had to take it off no absolutely I, I agree with you and um, I, think, I think that the reason why we ask that question is, is because of this idea that we understand what good means right so if God is good then he can't have created evil um, if mm-hmm. God is good he can't have whatever and if you know and if God didn't create those things and he's not all creator or whatever uh, here I go again Already burping. Uh, <laughs> didn't even have a Coke yet. Uh, by the way, uh, one of our listeners actually like heard me ask for Coke and then surprised me with some bottles of Coke. So, now so that's got... amazing. Thank you so much, Andrew. You know who you are. Thank you, oh. Andrew. <laughs> 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 um, um, but let's look at it. So uh, James chapter 1, let's verses 2 through 4 kind of give us some some insight, right? Um, so why would, why do we, let's, let's tackle one question first. Why do bad things happen? Why do hard things happen? Why do Christians have to go through things that are, are seemingly uh, uh, difficult and unfair? James chapter one, verses two and four. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work in you so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking Anything.
0: Mm, Interesting. I think that verse is really important because it, like, the reason why there are or bad things happen is to build perseverance. And I like the analogy of uh, kids and adults. So when you're a kid and you haven't gone through any experiences yet, you're really naive. When you think of five year olds, you don't think, "Oh, some of the most mature people I know." Absolutely. But with age and with maturity and going through those hard things, you get... uh, How did he put it? Did he say maturity?
1: Yep. Ah,
0: Can't use that word twice.
1: Maturing complete.
0: Yeah. So as you grow older and as you go through these hard things, you become more mature and more complete. And it kind of gives meaning to your rewards, right? So if you don't go through anything... If you work really hard for something but you didn't work hard and you didn't go through any challenges, the reward at the end of the line is just like, eh, Yeah. like you don't really care about it. But when you actually have to work towards it, it's a lot more meaningful. And exactly. I think, I think that's kind of the point. Cause God, God's job isn't a babysitter who doesn't want anything bad to happen to you. He's yep. described as the father and Although I'm not a father, as far as I know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you yeah. didn't have to clarify that. <laughs> but as a father, I'd imagine, to some extent, you'd want your kids to go through some stuff. You don't want your kids just living without any consequences.
1: Absolutely, and I and like if we if we look at you know like the story of the Bible. And in the story of, of God that is told in the Bible, we are the reason why bad things happen, right? So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There's void, void and without form. And God said, let there be light. And God started creating a bunch of things. And then God created a garden among all the places on earth. And in the garden, he put two trees. One was the tree of life. One was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And then... He, he set those two trees in the garden. He put man, or he created man, and then he created woman. And then when, you know, like they were both together, he said, by the way, you can eat of whatever I've put in this garden, except for the tree or the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. On that day, you will open it or you'll eat it and you will surely die. Yeah. So, you know, like... You know, scholars believe that like, you know, the tree of eating from the fruit of the tree of life would have kept them alive forever. Eating from the knowledge of good and evil eventually brought death, right? So like Adam at that point then had to die eventually. Eve at that point had to die eventually and death and in sickness and everything was introduced into our humanity because of sin, because of consequence, because somebody disobeyed God. And so that's where we're at in the story, right? So it, it is a, our choice of consequence, we chose that. Mm-hmm. And so God set us up. And, and right, so, like, now, now we got to get into the other topic. Like, if God is good, why would he give us that choice? Why would he even put that there to begin with, to tempt us? Because he knew that we're broken, because he knew that we're annoying and we're going to go and do, you know, like, we're not going to do as we're told. If God was really good, he should have just taken that tree away then. Why would he even, why can't he be to the tree of knowledge of good, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's all about uh, the freedom to choose, right? So, like, imagine... So, my favorite food is the really bad ramen noodle from, <laughs> like, the grocery store. Like, the 40-cent kind. And so, imagine I went my whole life just eating that. And I was like, oh, this is my favorite food. But my parents never gave me any other food to try. Mm-hmm. I'd be pretty bummed out if, at the end of my life, I was I tried hot dogs and i was like i like this way more i wish i had gotten had gotten the chance to try this and i think to some extent the same thing applies with what we're talking about it's like god didn't want to god didn't want to hold anything back from us even though in the end the tree of good and evil wasn't as good as hot dogs but it still, it was the freedom. It was the freedom to choose, and God didn't want to withhold any of that.
1: Right, and it again, it goes back to the analogy of you saying like, "Is God a babysitter?" If you know, like, I, I've I think of times where like I've babysat um, anybody, and it's like these are the rules, right? These are your parents' rules. We are going to stay within the bounds of these rules, like the the things that your parents have set over you, as your parents. I'm not gonna go and just make up some crazy new mm-hmm. rules. I'm here to watch over. you. I'm here to keep you alive. So my rules might even be more strict. I'm like, stop running, stop jumping off of this. Because your parent comes home and you have a black guy, I'm in trouble, you know. And yeah. kids are gonna be kids, but whatever. But like, so babysitters are gonna be a lot more strict because their goal is to just do their job. Um, when it comes to parents, like if if they're not giving you a choice to grow, like I think, I think um, the best parents are their ones that like tell their kids how it is in a sense where it's like this is what this is you know like here's your choice here's your consequence as opposed to parents that try to shelter their kids from everything like and in society we talk about sheltered kids all the time and how they're they're being kept from stuff and they're not learning and then eventually when they go out they make the decisions for themselves anyway they're going to pick the wrong thing um and and when it comes to god like god gave us the choice. If God is love, then God gives us the choice because God cannot be love and also turn us into robots and force us to do his will. So he could have easily been like, you're never going to eat from the street. I'm going to put it in here anyway, but you will never eat from it. That's not love. God created a bunch of robots at that point. What God created was somebody that he wanted a relationship with and relationship is risk. Right? So like if you if you get into a relationship, you're taking a risk whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's, you know, like whatever, like there are mm-hmm. risks. And and in in creating us and in giving us free will, God chose a risk. Knowing that for whatever reason we may not choose him back. And that's what happened. We chose us. We chose our knowledge, we chose our ways. Yeah. And we ate from the tree of good and uh, of the knowledge of good and evil, and we chose knowledge. We chose to know for ourselves rather than to trust Him. Fast forward, now we have sickness, now we have disease, now we have pestilence, now we have natural disasters, now we have a world that is decaying and a world that is whatever. When God intended it for it to be good, if you read Genesis, and before anybody ate from the tree, God created everything and said that it was good and meant for it to last. Yeah. And then sickness came, and then sin came, and disobedience came, and then the world has become corrupt because of sin. And, yeah. and the cool part is, is that we like to, or the bad part is, is that we like to look at the story and say, if God is good, then there's, there's no reason why he would have done that. But we forget about the story where God plan, has a plan of redemption all along. Yeah. And, and along the way, God is setting up this story where he gets to redeem creation, where he gets to redeem everything through his son, Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and in Jesus, sickness is no more. And in Jesus, sin is no more. And in Jesus, our consequences for our sin, I want to be careful about how I say this, but in the long run, are no more because of the final work of the cross. So am I saying that you will not have consequences for your sin just because she's on the cross? Absolutely not. There are consequences to sin. If you choose to live in sin, there are consequences. If you sleep around, STDs. If you, you know, like if you choose to get drunk, nobody likes you. You know, like, or you you make bad choices. If you have a gambling problem, no money. Like if you beat your wife, that's not good. You know what I'm saying? Like sin has consequences. Mm -hmm. But... You know, like, at the end of the day, because of the cross, the final consequence, death, eternal, is no more in Jesus. Right? Like, we get this promise of a new heaven and a new earth where everything is made new.
0: Yeah. So, it's interesting. You kind of said this, um, but God doesn't doesn't tempt us. The root of evil is not God. And God didn't create evil. He excuse me, he allowed there to be free will. And through free will, that's where sin came in the world because we chose ourselves over what God wanted. And in James 1... 13 through 15, it says, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person's person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desires and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So it was kind of like what you were saying, how sin still has its consequences, and but God is not tempting us. It's our own evil desire. Uh, sorry, tongue tied. <laughs> it's our own evil desires that are drawing us further from God and towards sin, because yeah. that's what we want. At the end of the day, our innate human desire, our sin, wants to just serve ourselves. It doesn't want to serve God. It doesn't want to serve other people. It just wants whatever makes us feel good. That's yeah. why it's so it's so easy to sleep in when you should be at the gym working out. Yeah. Or watching... Isaac. <laughs> 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 <Ooh>. <laughs> or it's so easy to watch YouTube videos instead of reading the Bible or yeah. the book. Or a book. Just any book. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and and you know, like we're talking about the subject of temptation, right? We're talking about the subject of things leading us astray and leading us toward evil. It's not God. When Jesus went to the desert, right, right after he was baptized, he was led to the desert by the Spirit, and there the accuser, Satan, met him. The tempter met him. Um, and he was the one trying to get Jesus to take his mind off of God and, and refocus on things. Um, and so, the the crazy part is, even angels have free will to some extent because Lucifer was a was an angel in heaven who chose himself over the worship. You know, chose to worship himself to make a throne for himself instead of worshiping God, and therefore he fell into sin. But his sin is unforgivable, you know. There's no redemption for him, and there there are angels that chose to go on his side and and back him up, and they and they all got cast out of heaven. Um, mm-hmm. But like, uh, if God if God wanted, there would be no difference between good and evil, and and he could have done that. And again, it goes back to free will. It goes back to making us robots, like. I, I saw this. Um, there's a there's a YouTube video that uh, we should link down below. Um, that we'll we'll link if you're listening. Head to our YouTube. So I was thinking podcast. It'll be in the description, but it is Ravi Zacharias. And he, somebody asked him this question, like, if God is good, then why, why, you know, does he let bad things happen? So I think the topic was actually like school shootings. Like, why would God let that happen? Mm. And Ravi's answer was kind of blunt. And it, you know, like if you listen to it out of context, it's kind of, it sounds mean, but here's what he says. He says, so do you want God to stop the bullet every single time? And in your mind, you're thinking, absolutely, like save the kids. But like, at the end of the day, like if if, if God is not love, then, then we have no free will. Yeah. Like, if, if there is no love in, in God, there's no need for hell. Because if God loves all of us, we all belong in heaven. But the, the truth is, at the end of the day, some people choose not to love him. Some people choose not to serve him. Some people say, like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Why would a loving God force you to serve him, force you to love him? That's not love. Like I think about, I think about like relationships, friendships, you know, like Rowan and I, if I forced Rowan to love me, if I forced Rowan to be in a relationship with me, that's, that's not me loving him. Like if I, if I looked at him and I'm like, you are going to do this. That's not love. It is love sometimes if I'm just like, you should do this because you're being lazy, you know, like, <laughs> Or whatever the case might be, or you know like or holding somebody to a standard that's different type of love, but like if I'm just like, you're gonna do this, I'm controlling somebody, that's not love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know um, Again, relationship comes with risk, and if there's risk involved, I think that's love, because you're God put his heart on the line. That's a, that's a really interesting thing to think about when He chose us. God put his heart on the line and said, hey, some of these people are not going to love me back, and I'm going to die for them anyway.
0: Yeah, I really like how you brought up how... What's the point of love Like if you're in complete control? I stole that from a song by John Billion. Blue, look it up. Great song. Great song. I think that's the second time I've plugged him. But you should definitely listen to him because he's really good. Anyway, but... It's a very valid point, because if you've ever, just using me and Felipe as an example, again, like, there's been several times where I could have been like, you know what, I'm sick and tired of Felipe, I'm just going to leave, I'm not going to text him, I'm not going to answer when he calls, I'm done, and there's been several times where Felipe's probably been like, this kid is weird, like... (laughs) how why several times today (laughs) why have i ever gotten anywhere near this kid like i should get a restraining order on him but he (laughs) hasn't so that's cool (laughs) but seriously it takes a lot to stick around and not everybody does
1: yeah um and and I think I think this is also an intellectual conversation where we have to acknowledge that we may not know what good actually means, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think like the older you get, the more you can look back on your life and say, "This was good." So like, perfect example is, um, like uh, when you're young. And you play sports, right? And your coach makes you run or your coach makes you do push-ups or your coach makes you do this. Everybody hates those moments for the most part. You're like, you hear drop and give me 50 or you hear we're running a mile or you hear whatever. And in the moment when you're a kid and you think, I just want to play basketball. How is this going to help me? And then you get into a game where people are, you know, like you're getting gassed and the other team isn't. Or you get into a game where you're not strong and other kids are just pushing you out of the way without doing anything, right? Like there were, there were moments that weren't good and they served for good in the long run, right? And, and it's, an, it's an intellectual argument that like, why would God create evil? It assumes that we know absolutely that what good is and we don't. We have a very limited view on life. Right? Like, we have a very limited scope of what everything actually is. And, you know, like, if God is exactly who he says he is, and he's the Alpha and the Omega, he's the beginning and the end, he's been there through it all, he sees it all, he knows how things work out in the end. And, believe it or not, Paul says that in the end, God works all things out for good, for, for the good of those who believe in Christ jesus so all of our things all the things lining up to challenge us to test us to that are hard that hurt the pain that we go through whether it's a breakup whether it's somebody in our family getting sick whether it's us getting sick whether Mm -hmm. you know like we lose our jobs or whatever it's working out for our good and we don't necessarily know what good means we don't because if i got to choose good my good would be bad for somebody else my could be very bad for a few people because I, I probably have a lot more money issues, which means that other oh, people wouldn't. Yeah, money too. But that's
0: a good, interesting thing to bring up because going along with that, what we think is good, there might be something better. Because mm. sometimes in the also now, that. sometimes in the now, it's like I want this, like I'd be content with just this. But God's like, I know you want this, and I, I know. I know you're frustrated, but just keep on going cuz once you get here it's going to be so much better and I can use you so much more in this
1: situation in this relationship in this job or whatever. Absolutely. And then um you know like to add on to that like there there are times in when you're reading the Bible and and if you if you ever read the whole entire Bible, you'll get to see a, a like bigger picture than you've ever seen before. And there are moments in Israel's history where God promises that bad things are going to happen. Um, and to prophets, th- this is one instance that I'm thinking about in specific. So God is, is speaking to a prophet and he says, listen, by the way, you people have been disobedient. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, the, and the nation of Israel had split into two kingdoms. So there's Israel and there's Judah, you know, like the kingdom of Israel, the kingdom of Judah. And to the kingdom of Israel, God is like, "Yo, y'all homies are gonna get wiped out. You people don't follow me. You people don't listen to me. Your hearts are hardened towards me. I'm, I'm getting rid of you." But to Judah, I will remain faithful. And you know what? When Judah invade, or when Babylon invades Judah, Judah, I promise you, they're going to be good to you. Yeah. But to Israel, he says, "Nah, they're not gonna be good to you, homie. They're gonna kill some of y'all." But to Judah, he says, listen, if you just like and God warns them and he says ahead of time, he goes, by the way, Babylon is knocking on your door. They're almost here. If you just submit to them, if you just go with whatever they say, trust me, I will take care of you. They will take care of you. If you resist, if you try to run, they're going to kill you and I'm going to let them. Yeah. And so, and so like this idea that like God is is good and 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 why did he create evil i think we have to get rid of the assumption first and foremost that we know what good is yeah i if i knew if i if i knew what good was and yeah
0: and going back to babylon look at because if i'm getting the timeline right here is uh what you're talking about like nebuchadnezzar and that yep. whole stuff happens? Daniel. okay so Look at how God worked through the Babylonians taking over. It's an example of what could be good or what can be good can be better. Judea probably did not want to be taken over by Babylon's Judah. But, Judah?
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Jeez.
0: That's <laughs> Pre- right. Preacher boy. That's <laughs> right. Judah.
1: Yeah. All right. So Judah, Judah,
0: Judah probably didn't want to get taken over by Babylon's, but God had a bigger bigger plan at play yeah and so through him he we got like our boys shad shadrach meshach and abednego we got daniel like these great leaders in the judah
1: jewish community yeah yeah
0: because of this yeah and we can still learn from those people and it's all because of the babylons so good does come out of and even and
1: even going back to that story specifically Wow. Can you even g- not honestly I didn't even have Coke honestly.
0: yet? Honestly.
1: Anyway, yep. we didn't even have Coke yet. But um Going back to that story in Babylon, so the Bible verse that everybody loves, Jeremiah 2911, right? It goes Jeremiah 2911 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. they are plans to prosper you and to bless you, not to harm you. Um, to give you hope and a future. You know what the verse before that says? By the way, you're going to be enslaved in Babylon for 70 years. <laughs> he gives cool. them the timeline. <laughs> but then he says, but fear not, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are planned to prosper you and to harm you to give you hope and a future. But God is up, to, is up to something. God is at work. Mm-hmm. And we can trust that God is good. And if we can't, I mean like that's that's something else that we have to talk about. You know, and and again, this is all an intellectual conversation, this is all an intellectual argument. Like is God really good? If God is all powerful, then he cannot be good. But that's assuming that we do not know that's assuming that we know what good is. Yeah. My version of good would, you know, we would have like a billion sponsors by now, each paying us a dollar a month. And Ron and I could retire tomorrow and and Chris, Rabbit Hole Records could 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 re, uh record and produce the next queen album with me instead of adam Lambert and then <laughs> and then you know like we're we did it really we're rich that's my version of you you
0: wouldn't bring back Freddie Mercury
1: he's dead, that's what I'm saying in our context right now
0: but you wouldn't bring him back could how you? I don't know
1: we're saying if I was God, if I was God, I'd do a lot of things differently, yeah. But we're not saying if I was God. I was saying if it was my version of what is good, mm. if it, I wouldn't bring him back. He'd, already, he'd still be alive if it was, if it was up to me. Yeah. AIDS would have never got him. I feel like but if you
0: can... Yeah, yeah. tangent. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the way, you can sponsor us yeah. by hitting the link in our thing. And we want to keep providing good content to you all. So back to this, though. Um, God is good and we can trust him. We can trust Him. Um, And, and, you know, like, God isn't the one to tempt us. God isn't the one to do evil things to us. God isn't the one to try to break us down and whatever. But God is the one that brings beauty from ashes. He is the one that restores from death to life. He is the one that works good from evil. You know, like, He is a good God. And so when we, we have this conversation about why is why is god, you know, bad or whatever, why would god let bad things happen? It's because of free will. It's because he even in letting things happen, he is a good god. He is a loving god.
0: Mm. That's good.
1: You know, I wish I wish um I wish uh I so this is a bit of a story moment, but uh in April of last year, one of my little cousins Uh, got diagnosed with cancer and it was, it was brain tumor and it was crazy. And uh, I'll never forget that his mom went on Facebook and she's updating everybody on the condition because by now, like people close to them had heard and, you know, like they're trying to figure out how they can pray or whatever. And she just said, this really sucks. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but she said, but I know that my God is good.
0: Mm.
1: and that's that's something
0: that's powerful yeah
1: i don't know if i'd be able to say that i think when i found out i didn't have words to say but his mom said you know like this is this is really not fun and that's a downplay on the words but she said but i know that my lord is good
0: that's really good
1: and and bad things happen it's a consequence of the life that we live in i mean You know, like, I've had appendicitis twice, like, and, you know, like, for no reason. You know, I was perfectly healthy and got appendicitis twice. I had AIDS for a day. That's a different story. I'll tell it on some other podcast episode. It's a funny story.
0: It is a funny story, but, you know, he didn't actually have AIDS. Calm down. Don't cancel it. Yeah. Hashtag don't cancel Felipe. Hashtag Felipe didn't have AIDS.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) But, uh, you know, like things that are unfair happen. Mm -hmm. God is still good.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, that was a good episode. If you guys liked what you heard, consider following us on Instagram at So I Was Thinking Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hi. I can't see that camera, but.
1: Just look at it because you're in it. There it is.
0: (laughs) Please consider subscribing. Hit the like button. Hit the the notification bell. If this video hits
1: 5,000 likes. I said we were going to do something before we started recording, and I can't remember what it was.
0: If this video gets 5,000 likes, I'll jump off Dubai.
1: (laughs) The whole thing? Yep. Got it. Jump off of Dubai. So you heard him. All right, let's get this video to 5,000 likes. Let's create a few hundred <laughs> fake emails to see him jump off of Dubai. The but whole guys, thing, but apparently. You guys have to
0: find me out because I'm broke. So.
1: Listen, if we get 5,000 likes, we might get something from that. So.
0: And, and I only fly first class. so. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> All right. Have a good week. See you next time.
1: Peace. That boy just